everyone. We're back. I'm Ellen. I'm Mandy. And this is Women Like Us. This is our second episode of our podcast. We're talking about the seven deadly sins. If you tune into our last episode, we were talking about our favourite subject, Ellen. It was... Gluttony. It's our favourite sin. I know. We're so good at it. (laughs) Everyone has their favourite sin. That was one of our favourite. We've moved to our second favourite sin this week. Can I just add, just as a follow-up to that other one, because you know there's, there's... punishments for the sins oh. and the punishment for gluttony is being force-fed rats oh my god <laughs> so i'm glad that we don't get punished what is the punishment for last being force-fed cocks or something we might have to look it up i have to look that up going. what happens whether it's some sort of vaginal clipping no i think it'll be it'll because it can be men as well i think it's probably burning us or something but there'll be I'll a, look it up have a look talking. while we're doing that have a look yes, Ellen and I don't really do a lot of research for the podcast. We like to go on the fly. We use a little bit of wiki, a bit of Wikipedia, because we're not big on resourcing. We're big on resourcing from within. So we wanted to talk about lust today um, because it is it is a sin. It's, it's, the other, it's the other end of the scale, isn't it? From gluttony. Gluttony yeah. and lust. Because we did talk about how you can't be lusty no. after you've been gluttony. You can't. And gluttony <laughs> is the face hole. And for us women um, and people that um, like to use the back section, uh, lusting is the is the bottom hole. The bottom holes. Bottom holes, whichever ones you want to use. That's um, right. So it kind of is top and bottom. So I feel like we've gone from top to bottom. Um, so I guess I guess the question is when we start with lust, is what what does it even mean to you, Ellen? Like what? How does lust appear in your life, or how has it appeared um, in your life? I don't think it does appear in my life anymore. But it must have at some point. Oh, of course it did, yeah. Did you ever get on the ride-on mower and that vibration goes up <laughs> through your leg and you go, oh, I'm just going to have to go and bang one out? No. <laughs> found Ellen wanking on the lawn mower. Ellen has... the lawn isn't mowed? <laughs> she be mowing it every day. Ellen lives no. on a giant property and has to mow nine acres, which yeah. is a two-day-a-week mow in summer. And I it did is. actually think part of your mowing had to do... Oh. A little bit with the vibration. You did? No. I'll have to put you on the mower sometime and you'll see how actually uncomfortable it is. We might have to make an addition. So, no, tell me about there must have been a time like what, you know, you know, lust. Clearly you lusted so after lust your husband for, at some oh, point. Oh, yeah, of course. So yeah. lust for me is that first initial, it's very primal, isn't it? You yeah. know, lust is that the, the need to be sexual with someone and nothing else matters. And that, you know, that's obviously early in a relationship in my experience. After 28 years with the same person, there's a lot of other things that matter. I mean, you still, you know, you still have sex and you still want each other, but it's not that, it's not that, you know, you're not thinking about them the whole time. You can't wait to see them. You, you know what I mean? What it's, happens there? It's sort of weird because lust is really something you have for people you don't know yet. Because um, yeah. once you get to know people, it's hard to desire them at that level. Like, you know, because <laughs> you just know too much about them. Like, you do need that mystery of not really, not really knowing because then you can pretend and you become like the lusty. I also, yeah, I think it's part of the entrapment of someone, to be honest. You know, it's that, um, it's, it's, it's that getting them. But then it turns into something, well, for me it has and I'm sure it has for you, it, then it turns into something much deeper than that, you know, then it becomes love and it's more about and, and I, and I like yeah. that better myself. It is good. But then there's a third stage, Ellen, because I've been through a lot of husbands. It goes from <laughs> lust to love to repulsion. Uh, and it's very hard to go back to lust once you've been in the repulsion Well, phase. you can have repulsion and still be together, trust me. Oh, can you? <laughs> Do you know you're talking? You know, bad haircut, yeah. wrong shoes. 
I know. Eating yogurt beside you. It's very They'll all bring it on. It's very hard to lust after someone in a bad my husband wears really bad shirts. Like he's he's a really <laughs> good looking man. He's clothes. such a good looking man and I find him really sexy except when he's dressed. <laughs> You know, and that's the problem. Is, Which is most of the time. Yeah, and, and if for me to find him attractive naked, I have to have liked him when he was dressed, like previously, like the few moments before. And he'll turn up, like we'll go out and this, like this morning. Let's take this morning, for example, we're going out for coffee. And you can't see me, but I make an effort, Ellen, would you say? Like I'm, I'm usually quite well put together. You're very well put together. Yeah, thanks, Ellen. I mean, you make an effort just to go to your computer. I do. Much more than I do. Yeah, I always, because I might have some Zooms, you never know, that might have a package arriving. Yeah. Brian from the post office might be turning up again. Or, or you might just spot yourself in the mirror. Yeah, exactly. I might yeah. have to need a selfie while working. Like, you never know what's <laughs> going to happen. Um, I could have, like, you know, something that needs tending to by a medical emergency team during the day. <laughs> something, something could prolapse. <laughs> So you've got to have your good undies on for that. Exactly. Anyway, so we go down every morning for coffee at the same coffee shop. Um, we sit with friends and it's kind of like our little couple time that we have where you can sit down it's and have really coffee. It's really lovely. It's really nice. And I've only ever come along and I've not sat down. Yeah, because you don't want to sit. You don't. You, we won't go into that, but just, you, you watch us. And so it's very nice. And I always look really good. Pardon me. And today's outfit was no different to usual. It's going to have a pair of board shorts. He like, loves the board loves shorts. Loves the board shorts. Doesn't and I he? And he wore them all through winter too, I noticed. He does. And he's not a surfer. <laughs> like if he was hitting the waves every 10 seconds, I'd be going, put the board shorts on. But he's not a surfer. He is he's an academic. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know about you, but the board shorts on an academic, not very hot. <laughs> uh, okay. And he's got nice legs, pretty skinny, but the board shorts. And they go down to, let's go down to the socks first. He loves a bamboo sock. But not a thin sock, a big thick. Yeah, no, they're the explorers. Yeah, like a bright red, hot pink, orange, purple and lime green are the current. And he keeps going. Wow. He goes, I love these socks. You can wear them for two weeks without washing them. Oh, no, you can't, John. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Oh, you can no. see what's happening to the lights during this section. Oh, yeah. And then. Let's get it. <laughs> I'm not sure I even like him anymore. Oh, he's gorgeous. But <laughs> I know, he, I do. I love him. That's the thing I'm really, and it's very hard to bring up. Like I haven't really talked very deeply about, he'll hear this and he'll know, but his dress style, because it sounds shallow and it is shallow. I haven't got to the shoes. So the shoes <laughs> Take are. Take your time. This is fabulous. Like a pair of runners, like they're, um, do you know the, the ugliest runners you can find in a shop? Yeah. John will go, look. Give them to me. And last time he came home, he goes, I got these. And he goes, guess what? I went, what? He goes, I've got a second pair of exactly the same. So when they run out, he's got the second backup runner. Oh, it's still in the box. Yeah. And they're like, they're like those big, oh, they're just big, bad looking runners. They're, they're not, not a- like the Dunlop. KT26s or whatever, Yeah, they've they? kind of got extra heel and stuff spreading oh, out. They're big, yeah, wide, yeah. Like, like boats, big yeah. blue with stripes and all sorts of action. I think they're the Dunlops. Oh, they could be. They might be. Oh, they might be a Nike. I don't know what they are, but they're they're that. And okay, up to the top. Now he loves the blue singlet. He loves the blue singlet. He does the like a truck. Beater. Well, that comes from his truck driving yeah, days. Yeah, and I quite like that. That could be sexy with jeans. Yeah. Or flanny over the top. Well, he had the flanny over the top oh, today, which with the board shorts. With the board shorts. So there's well, a lot of clashing colours going on. There's always a lot of clash going on today, and sometimes you know he'll add his football cap. From the team that he played with. He often will wear. <laughs> he looks. What I love is in winter, he adds a scarf. Oh, yeah. 
Don't tell me about the checky scarf. Yeah, the checky scarf and the um, what's the the micro fleece jumper? <gasps> oh, he yeah, the poly fleece. A, he loves a poly fleece. And he loves he? the poly fleece. And I'm like, mate, if you're that cold, get a poly fleece and a scarf on. Put some long pants on. You get the shorts off. <laughs> um, so I'm constantly buying him really nice clothes, and I buy him really nice stuff, stuff from vintage shops. And he goes, I love it. And I go, but you don't wear it. And he goes, No, I'm keeping it for keeping good. Keeping it for good. I love John. And I went. Isn't going out with me for good? And he goes, oh, no. That's it. He goes, that's who I am. And I, I guess it is that thing. But anyway, it has the clothing has a big effect on my lust, yeah. I have to admit. And I think, you know, you've got to up, if anyone's listening and you're a dude, just up your game. Like you don't have to overdo it, but don't let it slide. Yeah, into, just a simple T-shirt into, and some jeans. Yeah, fluoro socks. Mm. How do you feel about um, thongs with jeans on men? I actually find it sexy. Do you? But it has to be... Yeah, and not it, I, sorry. I like like a black thong, not like a big, like a nice. But black, when the, the je- when the jeans are a bit, you know, because the dudes that that we're hanging out with mm. now are in their fifties. Is John still in his fifties? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're not wearing the skinny jeans. They're I know they're wearing the, 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 the slightly flary at the bottom and with a thong. No, no, not the flary. No. I like a skinny jean. Yeah, skinny jean, but they're not going to be on our fellas. No, and if you're going to wear thongs, have a look at your feet. Yeah. Because my friend, and this is a good point, um, my Hungarian um, manicurist said to me, have you, I've told you this, but she said, she said, I said, Has any, do any men come and get a pedicure? And she said, no, and well, two maybe. And she goes, in Hungary we have a saying, if he has, if he has nice feet, he has a clean cock. <laughs> and that's a really good thing to know. If you have a look, at, have a look around. Especially in our town, oh, there's a lot of bare, dirty feet. There's a lot of skanky cock in this town. Ugh. And you do want, like, you look at someone's feet, and you should know this, that can turn you. We're talking about lust, but we're talking about what turns us off. Like <laughs> a big, dirty toenail. Oh. Straight off. Because oh. you do, that is true. That's the best advice. I do think now, every time I see a big, ugly foot, my husband's got nice feet, so that's okay. But you do have to look at your feet. If you've got cracked heels, dirty mm. toenails, keep, mm. your, keep your socks on. Yes. And go get a pedicure. Until dark. Mm. So that's feels bad. My husband got a got a haircut recently. He's away for work and he got a haircut and he got one of those haircuts. You know, it's like the real trendy guy's haircut. <laughs> like it's shaved on the side, left long at the top and swept over in oh this sort of comb. Oh, my God. Did you, did you go crazy? I thought you were going to go crazy for him. No. And he sent me all these selfies. And at, at first I barely even recognised him. I just went, who's that guy? Who's <laughs> that creepy looking guy? And then he, he said, look what they've done to my hair. I can't believe it. <laughs> And I went, it's actually a really good haircut, just um, not on you. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it, how a haircut can, like, oh, yeah. don't people look vulnerable after haircuts? Yeah, do. you know do. how someone gets a new haircut? All and it's sort of fresh. And they all. It's a they, bit of white skin on the back of their neck. Yeah, and they look kind of vulnerable and, like, people look like they can be hurt after yeah. a haircut, like in that first well, I week. I think they can if they ask me what. They think of it before it settles in. Like and men do look like little boys after their yeah, first haircut, they do. and you could really, you could really demolish someone after that haircut. Where you, yeah, it just looks a bit wrong, like, and you can tell they're sensitive about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so and they care because they've been for a haircut. Yeah, they haven't done it themselves. Yeah. Well, look, we're quite lucky. Uh, both our husbands have hair. Yeah, and a fif- lot of it in your fifties. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. To have, you know, a man with a bit of hair. And, and that is, although I'd still lust after a bald guy, I don't mind. I'm not, it doesn't mean I don't go specifically for bald guys, but if they were, if there was a hottish bald guy, wouldn't yeah. you turn me off? Yeah. No, it doesn't, no, it doesn't bother me. Alex is very hairy. He's a, like, he can. Do you like a hairy, sh- does a hairy yeah, man like a do hairy it for man. you? Yeah, 
like was that, hair. Was that a thing in the beginning? Did you get kind of, was, was you lusting for the, the hairy man? No, well, he was quite <laughs> he was quite young when I met him, so he wasn't quite as hairy. He's getting hairier as he gets older. Oh, my God. Imagine when he's like 70. <laughs> he kind of, he, it's he just like be a ball. shaves one day and the next day he wakes up and he looks like Kenny Rogers. Wow, he really <laughs> he's he, really hairy. He really grows that hair yeah, in fast. Yeah, yeah. He can, grow, he can grow a ripper of a beard very fast. So we were talking before about how in relationships, it's interesting because um, it's kind of true how the lust wears off and it, and it finishes, yeah. except I've got one couple, you know, my, my gorgeous cousin Lisa and her beautiful mm-hmm. husband Martin who've been married now for possibly over 30 years, right? Yeah. They can't keep their hands off each other. They have sex in the pantry. They, the kids, their kids who are now adults in their 30s and 20s and stuff have walked in and found them, you know, rooting on the in the butler's pantry. They're, they're, they they send pics to each other. She bought an apron. I've showed you that photo of ours the yeah. other day. And then he'd been away at a workshop for two days in Brisbane. And then she puts the apron on, and got nothing else on, yeah. and, and sends a photograph of him herself naked like that, and greets him at the door in it with cocktails. Yeah, that's amazing. Like they're just inc- I mean, and they are like they're all, and the way they look at each other is like they can't wait for everyone to leave. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And I'm like going, I don't know how. Like, it, it, and you think it's it's not an act. Yeah, it's yeah. Actually, I have on. I have some friends that I, I won't name them. They might not want me to, but yeah, they're they're always I just name them. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I don't think they'd mind. I don't think they'd mind. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, and they're quite open about it. Um, my yeah, my friends are always talking about how she's jumping her husband and he can't get. I mean. Look, I have to say, I think it's different for men and women. Yeah. You know, I've often told you how um, I'll know if something's wrong with Alex and I. Like if I I always have to sort of have a quick scout around the house to see where he is when I'm, you know, loading the dishwasher because if I'm bending over, he'll be straight in there. (laughs) I mean, not in there, (laughs) but he'll come for a a quick slide past and go, oh, hello. You know, he's so he's still very, he's still very lusty, but I think most men are. Yeah, well, it depends on their on on the testosterone, etc. It's funny what happens in the beginning of the relationship, isn't it? How things how things change and what you do. It drives the whole relationship, doesn't yeah, it? It does. I did have it. I've had some lust kind of um, lusty kind of disasters, um, and I think I've probably told you this one when John and I first got together. And there's you know, and it, it, actually, this one didn't happen when we were drunk. And you know, when you first get together. You kind of want it, like you, you're kind of putting out that oh, I'm just such an adventurer and you're so kind of sexual when you're around them. You kind of want to fuck everywhere. And you want to be that person, don't I know. you? Oh, yeah, you're yeah. fully trying it on. Yeah. Like you're yeah, look you're at really. Me. And that, see, that's what I was saying before. It's like the trap thing. You want yeah. that You want that guy to think that you're the most sexually adventurous person And you kind of want ever. to be that and person, you, though. Well, you are that person in that feel, moment. It, and it feels It feels wicked, right. But it's yeah. great. Yeah. And you go, oh, if I could stay like this the whole time, that'd be great. Yeah. So we went to like Stradbroke Island. I'd actually booked um, the holiday, like the weekend, the dirty weekend. Yeah. And he goes, this is the first time a woman's ever taken me away for a dirty weekend and paid for it. Wow. But the thing was it was on a credit card I couldn't afford and he ended up paying for it when we were married. <laughs> <laughs> that was sort of a – anyway, at least I got the credit card. At least it gave the illusion of me paying yeah. for it. Yeah. So – we're on the beach and we're having a little bit of, you know, champagne and we go, look, why don't, you know, we ended up, you know, things progressed. On the and beach. On the beach, in the sand dune. Yeah. And we had sex in a set, like in this in this kind of sand dune kind of area. And when we went back to our room, somehow later that day, I flicked the TV on and they have a beach cam. Oh, no. So you can check the surf from your room. And as I looked at it, I, I could see a couple of, there was a few significant kind of features of the area that I went, 
oh, that was right in the shot. I could see where the tree was, right? That's right. We were right. Was, the camera was right at us, right? So if anyone had flicked their TV on, they would have got um, John and show. I having sex. Wouldn't have been probably a great show. It would have been a short show. <laughs> Dreaming. <laughs> so embarrassed. And then when I realised that and the cleaner had been, and as a joke, he, John says it was a joke, he brought all these sex toys to our thing. Like there was anal beads, like this... <laughs> Thing called a dragon's he says tail. It was a joke. Yeah, and some weird, pathetic-looking dildo, <laughs> and he just left it on the side of the bed. And when we came back, they'd been moved, and the, I went, "Oh my god, we've been on this. We've, we've been on the beach channel having sex, and we've got like we are <laughs> that beach. disgusting couple <laughs> at a resort, you know." And during that weekend, I also got a bit drunk, had sex, and forgot I had a tampon in, and had sex with it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, couldn't find it. I thought it was going to come out my ear. How did um, you find it? I gave birth to it. <laughs> you birthed it. <laughs> That's the only way. I don't know if it ever happened to anyone, but I think it. I, I have heard that story before. In fact, I've heard never it happened from, to I've you. Heard it, no, it hasn't. I've heard it from a guy who um, he had to go digging around in there to get it out for us. Yeah, and that that pretty well kills any lusty situation. Yeah, and that lust is over. That's moved into a very different territory in yeah. your relationship, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, when you're doing extractions, <laughs> yeah. and it goes from you know, kind of you know, the lust is gone. But what? Early as a young girl, like, you know, when did your sex, when did that feeling of, because often lust makes you have sex and do things with people that you shouldn't have. Yeah, well, I, I, I've i been quite boring in my life really, I guess, because I had I got a boyfriend very early at sort of 14 or 15 and I stayed with him until I was 19. So you were having sex. Do you have sex yeah. at 14? Yeah. Good juice. Tell yeah. him off early. Oh, well, nothing else Come. to do in Canberra. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> he was two years older than me. Yeah. Um, so yes, I, 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 actually I was 15. I think I was 15. I think we waited. Oh, yes, that's <laughs> well, so good. Why did you get ticked over? Yeah. My skinhead boyfriend who was so respectful and lovely. Aww. Um, but that, you know, again, when you're with someone for that long, that turns into something different as well. And yeah. that probably was, you know, when you're 19, you want a relationship that is lusty and all of those things rather than that very solid here we are we're almost like an old married couple and that's probably why we parted in the end we still really loved each other but yeah this yeah you've got to be lusty I see a lot of young kids now going into these really full-on relationships yeah. like they're married at like yeah. 15 and 16 or 18 I'm yeah. like I said to my kids oh just root around yeah you've got to have fun um that's probably not the advice you want yeah. your mum to give you but oh well just add on be careful be careful. It's nice to be with someone who treats yeah. you well if you're having a good time, but don't kind of settle down and start doing stuff yeah. at like 19. Yeah. But all that stuff you used to do, you know, like do, how long since you've had sex in a car? Oh, God, a long time. It'd be I, really hard now. Oh, it's because cars are so small. Yeah. And cars have got really small and, and I'm much bigger. Yeah. Well, see, you know, like my, I've got that old car, the FB, it's got lovely big, oh. you know, bench seats. That would be easy. Yeah. But the cars now, with all that stuff in the middle and then you've got the armrest even in the back, it's they are hard. a lot smaller. But you, you wouldn't. I got changed in a car recently to go to a, another gig and I had to open the door <laughs> so people saw me getting changed <laughs> because I just couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. We, we should actually have a try and see if we yeah. can have sex. Not you and I in the HB. Get some, get some pretty, people over. It would be pretty fun. I used to have a game I used to do because... When, when I was at uni, this was a bit of a weird thing with my best friend at the time, and we used to have a see which floor of the uni we could wank on while we were studying. <laughs> we were studying, and it was like you go, you had to at some point get one away because as a girl it's much easier to yeah. masturbate yeah. in public. Um, well, 
every we never got caught. But we managed we'd come back at the end of the day after we'd study and go, yep. And go, yep, got one over in the um you know in, in the canteen. In the, well, no, in the it was if you get in the private corral, the study corral, yeah, that's right. kind of easy. Yeah. But if you got one in the bookshelf section. Yeah, right. Like in the A in the A section or something, <laughs> or in the in the you know, if we've got it done in the psychology. Um, floor three. If you, no one ever got it, you never did it at the Dewey Decimal kind of thing, because <laughs> that was obviously in a public area. <laughs> and you might hide behind one of those books that where they put the big trays. Oh, the where book they, trolleys. The book trolley. It was <laughs> that was terrible, but we used to laugh a lot about that. So that was kind of part of that lusty. Yeah, that's kind that of, lust. That drive. That it's yeah. that drive that um, nothing else matters. Yeah. You know, you you just have to have that sexual gratification. Yeah. I wonder why it goes away. I guess it's a physiological thing, isn't it? You, Your sex you have hormone that, diminishes. Well, you have that, you you have lots and lots of sex, you have your babies and then it's almost like your body goes, yeah, done with that now. Are you going to say that? You see, you are just so putting out for a hot lasty affair. That's what's <laughs> going to happen now. Some hot tradie's going to turn up and you're going to go, bow, bow. <laughs> As soon as you say that, you're going, oh, hello. Looks like someone's knocking on my door. <laughs> With the tool belt on. <laughs> that, that would be good for you, would, isn't it? That would be Because that me. would be. What, 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 would, what does it for you, though, bloke-wise? Because we're heterosexual. Like, but although I'll tell you a story later about a woman I went home with, which is pretty funny. Oh, all right. Um, what does it for me? I do like a bloke. Who, I like a handy bloke, not handy as in hands all over you, but you know, one that can not do handsy. a useful bloke is what turns me on. You know, one that can dig holes, yep. do things, you know, open things and tighten things. My <laughs> oh God. my God. It's sounding that's really so great. Like um, a... I do like that. Although look, the, the famous people. That I lust after, John Mayer. I don't reckon he's ever had a shovel in his hand. No, I don't reckon he He'd could. He'd have real soft. He couldn't open a jar. No, he couldn't open a jar. But he's beautiful. He is. He's very beautiful. You'd to make look an at. allowance for him. Probably just once. Yeah. Honestly, he'd probably be he'd bore me shitless, and I'd hate him. I like to tell myself that because it will never I happen. I just want to wake up. You know, and just look at him for a while in the in, yeah. the, in the in the early morning. You just want to yeah. look at him and go, "My God!" and take some photos, John Mayer, yeah. and then go, and then go. I'm sorry for drugging. Put it you. on Facebook. Look what I got. <laughs> sorry <laughs> for drugging you. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Going back to my husband. <laughs> yeah. Bye. It was never going to work. So you're trading. I've I've I don't think I've ever been with. Um, I don't want to say this and. Put Alex down, but I don't think I've ever been with a highly intellectual man. <laughs> it's really terrible. <laughs> well, he's uh, a really smart man. He's really smart. He's very smart. He's he's very um he's like a like an entrepreneur. He's really smart, but he's not he's not an like an intellectual. He's not an academic like John. And he, what I do love about him is that he's he's very laconic. He only says what has to be said, and so That's sexy. Yeah. yeah. So so there's long periods of silence, which I really like. Yeah. And, I mean, sometimes he does talk about golf, which is annoying. That really gets the lust off. What about when someone's lusting after your husband or lusting after you? Well, like that isn't within your – it must have happened in all these years. Oh, you must yeah. have experienced the – Yes, uh, yep. There's been – there have been women lusting after Alex – um, one time early on in our relationship when I was much feistier, it was a Melbourne Cup, I remember, and we were at a place in Canberra. 
I'd been with all the people I work with. We'd been drinking all day. Then Alex turned up and I saw him talking to this woman and she wrote down, it was before mobile phones, she wrote down her number on a piece of paper and handed it to him and I reached over the back of him and punched her in the side of the head. <laughs> oh, my God, Ellen, you're a scrapper. I know. And he um, he kind of pulled me away and went, what the fuck are you doing? You know, she's she's a friend of Hugh's and she's given me a number for Hugh. You know? So I just ripped it up and, you know, threw it yeah. at her or something. Because Horrible. you knew what she was doing. She wasn't giving him the number. No, you know that. And you do know that, don't you? You go like, that's a not stupid happening. We're not stupid. He's been quite clueless over the years when I've noticed women really kind of cracking on. He's like, what? No, it's just talking to her. You know, he's really, he doesn't doesn't see that very well, I don't think. Or he's very good at lying to me. Yeah, it is like that. I've had, because I've had lots of husbands and lots of boyfriends. It's always interesting because my husband now is, he's really, it's really interesting not being with a flirt. Because yeah. I'm actually a flirt too. See, and I have I've to seen a woman trying to crack onto John big time. And I think I messaged you. Do you remember yeah, that's one night? Right. It, it was at Anya's gig. Oh, that's funny. And this woman was beside him really like fully. It was like something out of a out of a movie. Flicking the hair, you know, oh. like really preening herself. Really, I feel and, really proud for him. Yeah, I mean, he had no idea. He was just eating his little takeaway curry, <laughs> having a chat to her. And then he came and sat with me in his board shorts. Oh, yeah, that's kind of nice. Sometimes you, I she like, was going hard on him. Sometimes I like the fact that someone finds yeah. your partner attractive. That oh, makes yeah. you have another look. Yeah. Okay, maybe their socks aren't that bad. Yeah. I quite like that. Oh, people people say all the time, you know, how Alex is very handsome and he, and he's such a lovely man. He's such a good guy. Yeah, people he's a great him. guy. Why yeah. don't you we talk a little bit now about, because this, this actually leads into um, the fact he's, he's sponsoring this. Yeah, he's, that's why he's a lovely guy. <laughs> So he's this week's sponsor. So a little word about our sponsor. Alex Briggs is my husband, for those of you who don't know. He is a mechanic, currently a mechanic for Valentino Rossi in the Yamaha factory racing team. But um, that finishes at the end of this year. He also has this side business, which is sponsoring this, which is called wrenchracer.com.au. Mandy, you have some of the gear. I do the hats. I have to say, I wear the cap when I'm walking, and yeah. everyone says, "Where'd you get that cap?" It's a really, it's a really hot look. It's a cute little cap. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a pale pink trucker's cap it's for the ladies. Yeah, it's for the ladies. So we've got a ladies' range t-shirt and hat, and then we've got a guy, you know, all the guys' stuff. A few different t-shirts, hats. There's a bottle opener which is based on a part of a motorbike. I'm not oh, very good. We don't know which bit of the motorbike. I think it's the Conrod. Oh, you actually know what a Conrod is. No, but I think that's what this is because I've read the blurb about it. Um, yeah, so it's nice. Go and have a look at it. It's wrenchracer.com.au. Thank you very much from our sponsor. <laughs> it's really good when you have a sponsor which is actually just like you're in bed with your sponsor. Yeah. And that's because we're talking about last. Yeah. And this has been a long game for Ellen for this podcast to get the sponsorship from Wrench Racer. She's <laughs> had to it. fuck this dude for Alex. She's had to be with him. 28 years. She had, she had twins that are now 20. <laughs> And now finally she got the payoff. Yeah. Um, she's got the $100. We, no, we're going to get new hats. Yeah, new hats. <laughs> That's good. I was going to tell you, of, um, I had a real thing when I was, and particularly I've always been a bit of a sexual adventurer. Like I just wanted to try things. I can tell that about you. Can you? Yeah. I always go, I'll oh, give it a crack. That's why I love it. Our relationship is so different because I'm <laughs> such a prude and I'm quite private with, with stuff, you know. I mean, I love a good route, but I don't really want to talk about it. Yeah, she gets finished, done. And, yeah, let's forget about that now. <laughs> let's let's move on. But you love it and I love hearing your stories. I know. Tell this one. Well, it's this, a, this is a good a, one. This is a funny one. And it, it happened, you know, I'd had a gig before I had children, I was probably 26, 27. I'm sitting in a bar 
and the other person I performed with had gone home. So I was sitting in a bar on my own drinking my whiskey because I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty cool. Having a cigar. Having a cigar because <laughs> you could, could, imagine could it. smoke inside then. <laughs> and I was just kind of, you know, sitting there talking to the bartender. I know it sounds like a scene, but this, it was so much like a scene out of a film. You know, if you could ever watch yourself in something. So I'm sitting on my own and this woman comes and sits beside me. She's wearing like a pencil skirt, a nice little blouse, and she's got this kind of wild frizzy hair. I'm pitching her like. Julia Roberts. She's a bit like that. She's really mm. sexy, giant tits. Um, and really, you know, I'm wearing my kind of, I'm a bit rock and roll with my jeans and my torn up T-shirt. Yeah. She's got a little red lipstick. She's she's well put together. She's straight, right? And she sits beside me. She starts chatting to me. And I go, oh, she's kind of, you know, you can tell when someone's flirting with you. And this one's flirting with you. And then I could feel this hand on my leg. And I went, oh, God, she's filling my leg up. And she's filling it up more and more. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is full on. <laughs> How old were you at this stage? About 26. Okay. Young. And then she goes, well, basically, you know, and she basically invites me home. She kind of kisses me at the bar and I go, well, and I went, all right, why not? <laughs> and so I go, I go home with this woman. I didn't know she was married um, at all. Um, and, of course, I get there at home with her, you know, pashing at the door, you know, re, you know, getting in there. It was all really hot and steamy. And then the door opens and it's her husband. Oh, in his, in his hello. Work, yeah, in his work outfit. And he's, he doesn't even sort of act surprised. He goes, well, hello, nice to meet you. Oh, and this is not his first rodeo. I think so. And we go, hi, we're going up to the bedroom and she basically goes, you'll be sleeping on the couch, which I was kind of relieved because I didn't really want to do it. Anyway, so I go upstairs. Threesomes say, would be hard work. Yeah, they are hard work. Oh, you've done one I've of those I've had a few threesomes. <laughs> not, not recently. <laughs> no. In the old days. I had a crack at everything. Um, <laughs> not everything, but I gave a lot of things good crack. Um, anyway, so I have sex with the, I have a sex with the lady. Yeah, it's very nice. Although, what happens when you're with straight women though is often you, you and, and I because I have to sleep with gay women as well. Who so she, but she's not straight. But she sort of is straight. Well, she's she's, she's married. bisexual. She's bisexual clearly. Yeah. But I take on the role of suddenly she takes me home, but I've got to do it. Oh, you got to do all the work. I'm doing all the work. Oh, that's oh, I'm pulling the chains. I'm lighting the buttons. I'm like, I'm like getting Drawing out the, the candy. <laughs> Doing the Venetians, I'm polishing the floor. I'm <laughs> doing. Hey, I'm unpacking the dishwasher. <laughs> like, and I'm like, wow, this is exhausting. This is a lot of work. Like, I want to be that woman lying on the bed. You yeah. know, like anyway, it was it was nice. It was it was it was really nice. And the next day, I have to go. Like, I sleep over the night, obviously. Um, and the next day, this lovely husband. Um, we have a bit of a chat and a coffee. He makes breakfast and then she says, oh, maybe you can drive Mandy home. And then he drives me home in his air conditioning van, right? Cause oh, he's, he's a tradie. He's a tradie. Oh. And he runs a local air conditioning business. Anyway, fast forward, didn't see this couple for a long time, right? I'm at a gig. <laughs> have I told you this bit? <laughs> oh, I can't remember it. But I mean, you would have. I don't know if I have told you this bit. You haven't told anyone else who's listening, no. though, I bet. Um, I've, well, this is usually a story I reserve for the car. So I'm I'm doing a gig locally and there's a lot like Celeste Barber's there. There's all the, all the it's a very trendy little kind of thing. Yeah. And ever, it's great. And, you know, it's it's kind of, it, it's the women. It's of, her husband. No, it's not him. No. no it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't Celeste Barber. Um, but it was kind of one of those functions where there's a lot of kind of, a particular kind of, you know, crowd of, you the know. The Instagram crowd. A bit instagram yeah. but also a little bit surfy chicks yeah. and all their partners. Anyway, it's busy and it's a daytime, so everyone's at the bar and they're all buzzing. 
just doing that because when this when he said this, it was pretty loud. And this guy, and I didn't recognise this guy, and he looked at me and he goes, ah, Mandy Nolan. And then he looks around and he goes, he points at me and he goes, hey, everyone, she fucked my wife. Oh, no. <laughs> Is this before you'd been on stage? Yeah. Oh, great. I'd only just arrived great. and I'm like going, oh, and everyone's like going, <laughs> I don't ah. think I did. <laughs> and I went, oh, yeah, I did. Because I, I went, she was hard work. And he goes, yeah, I better buy you a beer. Uh, he bought me a beer. Like, I just had to say something. Apologies if she's listening. But, you know, she was a lovely woman. She was very sexy. But I, I was embarrassed in that kind of thing. And then you could see... Were they still together? No, no, no. Uh-huh. I, you know, Because she was hard work. No, I tore them apart. <laughs> but that was the... St- and, and then That's I did. very funny. That was... And you know how something can come back? Like, yeah, and bite you. Yeah, it's amazing. Like a lusty story like that from when I'm 26. And at 51, when it happened... It took that long for the punchline to turn up <laughs> in my life. Because you sometimes feel like that, like that happened but... It's unfinished. It's unfinished. Yeah. Particularly if you live in a small country town. Yeah. Because those people, you know, it's like being in an episode of Home and Away. Yeah, they might move away but they'll come back. It's a bit like fucking stage. Elf out of Home and Away. Like, <laughs> oh! <laughs> that's that's really, not a picture I want. Really <laughs> Couldn't you choose someone else? No, no. I don't know anyone else out of home and away except Alf. Yeah, that is that is it. But what about you? You must have had a few kind of. Um... Did have a did have a funny one. My girlfriend and I, who um, no, I better not say her name. I'm not sure how she feels about it. Anyway, we were doing a trip to the Gold Coast. This is when I still lived in Canberra, and we stopped to visit her grandmother in Taree. She was in a. It's always a home. good start to a lusty story. <laughs> Visit to Stop a nursing to visit home. the nursing home, right? So we visited there <laughs> on like the way up. Because that was kind of halfway up. <laughs> a porn script for the old people. Two really caring girls and they stop. They're really <laughs> lovely girls and they stop off to visit an old lady in a nursing home. <laughs> so we visited them. Then yep. we went out that night. Yeah. And we met these guys and for some reason we decided that we would pretend we were American and oh, had these no. really bad American accents. And we ended up going home with them. And you had to had keep, to keep American. the American oh, accent on oh, while we were having consistent? sex. But no, have, I do a terrible American accent. But oh, you had to have sex with an American. Yeah, when you're, when yeah. you're having sex. Yeah, oh we never, God. we never gave up the. Yeah, we never gave it up. Oh, that, that is, I really tats off. To yeah, that, one. that was good. And yeah. then we. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's been one of those funny things the whole time. I don't think they would have cared if no. we had have broken the the trance halfway through. Imagine, oh, come on now. Oh, I thought you were American now. Oh, I've lost it now. My erection's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I just Done. wanted to boat. Yeah, we had this huge elaborate story. Did you used to do that when you were out? You'd just make up shit about yourself to tell strangers? Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. so that's that's how it started, that we were these two American girls and we were just travelling along and, you know. <laughs> that's anyway, so cute. Yeah, didn't think that would happen. I did. I once had this really, when I was about 17, I had this super sex, like the best looking man I've ever been out with. And it's really put me off super good looking men. And he was so vain. Oh, he, he just yeah. looked at him. He, he was incredibly handsome. Yeah. Um, like he looked like, like he was, he was a lifeguard. Oh. And I met him on the beach when he was lifeguarding and he was at university doing, I don't know, Oh, so this, was, yeah, this would have been back in the days of the Iron Men. Like, oh, you yeah, know, he was like Trevor an Iron Man. And he was, the the mo- he, was a, he was a male model. Yeah, right. Too, of course. And, yeah. And he was, he was so handsome. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And he was just the weirdest dude. He used to get turned on by me sweating, right? So. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest 
an orb, isn't it? I know. So he liked it when I said so he'd put you on a treadmill. <laughs> Just run, Mandy, faster, faster, faster. Like it was really weird. Like he's the weirdest guy that I know because he had weird people had weird quirks, right? Yeah. He had his weird quirks. So, so we'd we'd go somewhere and and, and we like he'd go. Do you want to play a bit of one on one? So we'd start sex by playing basketball. Oh, and getting right. all so we'd, sweaty. Yeah, out in the sun. Like so hot in the middle of summer. And he'd go, no, just another 15 minutes, another, like. He'd really like, get you. Red in the face. <laughs> <laughs> just not ready to die. And then he was like, wow, this is on. You, you are know. gorgeous. Did he say that, that he loves it when you're all yeah, sweaty? So he you loved- knew that. You knew well, what he was doing. That was your foreplay. It was foreplay was one. Of, that's the most exhausting yeah. foreplay, and you're just going, I don't know about this. I he um, and he spent a lot of time looking at himself, and he always did this thing like he kept pretending he was hurt, like he had oh. a sore leg or he oh, pulled that's something. A turn off, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so I'd have to help. He'd be limping, and I'd have to help what? him. Oh. And, like get in from the party, or he had to go home early because he'd pulled a muscle. Like he, he was. That was such a turn off. It- Sick people, sick men, and, and injured men are a real turn off, aren't they? They are. That's terrible. I've always said to Alex, if anything bad happens to you, I'm out. Yeah, no, I'm not staying. It just isn't that terrible. It is. It is because you can't. You can't help it. It just is. Oh, I mean, it, and I think it's good to be upfront. Here we go. Uh, I'm just looking up the punishment for um, last. Oh, it was to do with fire, covered in fire and brimstone. Oh, covered. Covered in fire, burnt. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's And because... the gluttony was force-fed rats, toads and snakes. Oh, God, that's really mean. This is like medieval <laughs> punishments. Mean. And I guess what it is, it's the fire in your body. That's the passion. Yeah. When you kind of go, and I know I've had, you know, flings with people and gone, oh, my God, you just can't, you know, I've had sex in the car park. Yeah. On the ground. I've got matches. <laughs> I hope my kids aren't listening to this. <laughs> going like, oh, my mother is gross. <laughs> Yeah, it's like kind of real, and you go, oh god, you know. Oh, yeah, well. yeah. You just have to do it right there and then. You can't wait. Yeah, that's absolutely. what last is. Yeah, it's full on. But it is. Do you do you like like where you are where you are now that it's moved into something much deeper than that? Yeah, that's really good. Because that it's would really be nice. exhausting to be yeah, like that forever, be wouldn't around it? Around like that, yeah, <laughs> really. But I still kind of in I'll, the Woolies car park. Yeah, but I'll still meet people and go, hmm, hello. Oh, of course. And they'll be a bit lusty. You'll go. Yeah. Kind of cute. You go kind of, kind of. I do like. I like the zing between people still. Yeah. That you flirt with. Yeah. I love flirting. Flirting is different too. Isn't it? Good? Actually, having sex with them though, Mandy. Well, yeah. Unless yeah. you're doing a bit of one-on-one. <laughs> I kind of thought this was going to lead to a route. <laughs> yeah, see. flirting's fun. Yeah, flirting is really fun, and I think, I think people need to flirt more. I think Tinder and dick pics have destroyed flirting. Like, if you send someone a dick pic, you're not flirting. No. Although. I, I feel a bit sad that no one's no one's ever sent me a dick pic. Me neither. Oh, so if you're listening to this, um, and there's a there's a quite famous comedian. I don't think he'll mind us saying um, Chris Franklin. Yeah. Who every everyone talks about the size of his penis. Really. And they and I go, wow, really? And they go, what? Haven't you seen it? He gets it out all the time, and I'm like, he's never gotten it out for me. I'm actually really offended because yeah. I consider myself a friend. Yeah. Why hasn't he showed me? I know exactly. And has he showed things, you? No. See what's wrong with us. I know. We're not being included <laughs> in the in-group that if have you're seen... you're listening, Chris... Yeah, we need to see your cock. Dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> not anything to do, actually, you know, your partner. She should feel quite safe. But neither um, Ellen and I have had, ever had a dick pic. No. Um, I don't really want one, but... 
I'd love one. You do feel a little bit left I'd like out. one, like, yeah, kind of funny. You're going to get heaps I'm going to get heaps now. It's going to be a stir. But if you could dress it up, that would be good. Yeah, like maybe little bow tie. Bow tie. Go for something. Like, if you're going to send me a dick pic, do something with pick it. Pick a theme. Yeah, like, have it coming out of sand dune or maybe put it in, like, in the flowers or maybe. Or out of a fridge. You know, like, your fridge, fridge that's got the two doors. Yeah, you can and stand it's, there just and a, it's just popping yeah, out of the Yeah, I don't fridge. want to see your head. I just want to see your cock. Yeah. And you could. Um, <laughs> You could put it in like a what are those things called that you make tutu a, a diorama <laughs> a diorama <laughs> and it could be like a big tyrannosaurus yeah and it could something. be like a put little arms on it yeah now they're the kind of dick pics <laughs> that I want like a really I mean and uh, I'll be turned on I reckon if you Google them they'd be those. and your creativity yeah because if you just send a boring old dick pic I'll just know you could be anyone. Yeah, and that's a boring person. Yeah. If someone but does it, if someone sent me a Tyrannosaurus dick pic <laughs> in a diorama, I'd be like, "You'd want to meet them." Oh my god, wouldn't you ever? I went, "Yeah, you are funny," <laughs> and <laughs> you're a little bit out there, possibly not okay, but <laughs> I'll meet you in the park. <laughs> it's three in the morning. I won't. And, and um, just out of interest for material, but yeah, that 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 is it. So that is yeah. That's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because you think there's different phases, but I don't think it ever goes away. Because I really, I think, I think you still like a friend of mine. Told the pilot me, light is still on. Yeah, it'll be on forever. But it will be. Occasionally, it flares up, and well, this happened to a friend of mine, right? It can get you in trouble. It last. Can, oh, oh. I mean, that's why most marriages end. Even really, nature is lost. Yeah. Lost has got everyone into trouble yeah. forever. Yeah. Um, you know, so you know that is. You know, and probably ideally, like I would, you know, if I, I don't, wouldn't do polyamory, but you'd go, I'd, I think you should have a day once a year in a marriage where you can just have sex with whoever you want to. Just one day. Do you? Yeah, that'd be I great. I don't want to have sex with anyone else. Oh, but I'd, I'd like the option. I don't like other like people the touching do- me. With the do- don't you? The <laughs> no. diorama. But see, I think I look, it should just be like a Tuesday. Um, and you go, it's kind of like, give it's it a instead go. Instead of Melbourne Cup Day? Yeah, yeah, instead of Melbourne Cup Day. And you go, have a go. It's root who you want day. Yeah, that's it. And, and they can too. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not into well, that's nice swappy whoppy. <laughs> and it's just on the Tuesday once a year and you go, oh, that was weird. Second that was Tuesday of October. Doesn't mean it's going to be good. Mm. It might actually make you go back. Anyway, it was just an idea. All right. Um, um, it's good to float them. Yeah, it's just a flight you float <laughs> with, these whole new, with these whole new ideas. I was telling you about this, this couple I know and... Um, they had been married for a long time and he got dementia, went into a nursing home and what was re- – and that, they'd had a tumultuous, loving relationship. They'd, yeah. you know, both done different things in their lives and they'd had – both of them had quite a few affairs, I think, as well. But they'd stayed together. And But he got dementia and when he was in the nursing home, um, when she went to visit, he'd fallen in love with another lady with dementia at the nursing home. Oh. So every time they, they she turned up, um, they'd be holding hands and like clearly really in love. Oh. And it was this really, it it was quite this, obviously a really painful thing to see yeah. when that's your husband and someone you've loved your whole life. But also quite. Quite a beautiful Beautiful thing. to see yeah. that at least when you went home that he was happy. And I mean, the, the woman eventually moved to another sort of thing, so it would sort of stop there. But I think it kind of it really just showed this evolution of you know people yeah. in nursing homes they go for it oh yeah biggest incidence of SDIs really yeah more chlamydia at the nursing home than in the younger population apparently they are just they're probably for getting it. the Prozac in the Webster pack yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's too much 
Yeah, that's not good. Or the Viagra. As it were. Oh, that's what I meant. What yeah. did I say? Prozac. Prozac. <laughs> <laughs> what would Prozac do? Knock you out? It'd make you feel happy. That would be oh, Rohypnol. Well, there you go. Yeah, you'd be happy. And right. be, look, if you had Prozac, Rohypnol and Viagra, I'd be terrible at dragging someone. Like? Give, I've given him four Nurofen. I've given him, I've given him all this Prozac and he still doesn't want to have sex. No, he'd be pretty happy. I think Prozac isn't a great drug for sex. It's kind of, a, it's an antidepressant. Okay. And I don't know whether that does. I but a lot Viagra. Of, well, a lot of times antidepressants have terrible um, impacts on people's. Um, oh, all sorts of medications can. Well, particularly, really impact it, I think two, two. I think if you take um, antidepressants, it's something like about twenty percent of uh, men mm-hmm. that take antidepressants find it really difficult um, to get an erection. And if they do, uh, well, they can't I, go to climax. Yeah, I know a girlfriend that would who, make you depressed. Who was on antidepressants and she couldn't orgasm while she was on them. That would just make you bored. More depressed. I'd love a good orgasm. You've got to have an orgasm. I know. Do you know? I'm going to tell you something. All right. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> well, I just, they're quite therapeutic, an Buckle orgasm. Up, I'm, an, I'm an easy orgasmer. Like, yeah. you don't have to work that hard. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I think that shows in our nature. Yeah. <laughs> like that we're, we're easy. Yeah. Like, we're gluttonous. Gl- <laughs> we'll, we'll turn her over really quick. You know, like a car that well, starts busy. every time. I'm not. Yeah. You don't have to pull the no, choke no, on me. Like you don't have to yeah. get the NRMA over Broom. to check my points. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll go. You know, if you start me up, I'm the gone. The sparks are there. Sometimes, Ellen, and this would never happen with you in the car because I need you. Like some nights. Don't say this. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. I'm not going to say it with words. But very occasionally <laughs> when I've been really tired, coming back from a gig at 2 or 3 in the morning, I've had the hot chocolate. I've got out, I've walked around, I've had a sleep and i got that last bit to do. And I think if I just kind of attempt while I'm driving with one hand to have a fiddle, right, (laughs) just make it last long enough. I can't go off. I have to keep the arousal at a certain point. Mandy has a giant train of truck drivers next to car. She's like, these fucking truck drivers just pass me. Yeah, if you keep it just at that point, like you can't flip over because you'll get tired again. So you just have to keep at the point. So you've got to keep yourself. And you're really, I tell you what, they should add it to the driver reviver because you're so alert. NRMA, put this in your open road. (laughs) Tips on safe driving. And you know as soon as you get into town. Finish it off. Finish it off. Straight to bed. Straight to bed, home. Wash your hands. (laughs) Kids. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you said that. I know, but it's true. <laughs> okay. and I figured I should say it because it is in the last, and I felt like we it needed an end. Yeah, and I feel and like that's the end. Can't go anywhere. We can't that. go anywhere else. That, that's fabulous. I love how much you share. Oh, I'm an overshare. Um, <laughs> if you've got a uh, lusty story, yeah, we'd love to hear it. We would love to hear it. You can email us. No dick pics though. Um, <laughs> Because I get the emails. Um, info. Email Ellen, the dick pics for me in the diorama. <laughs> info at womenlikeus.com.au. What, when, what sin are we going to do next week? Let's do week? pride. Pride, yeah, yeah that's let's a good do one. pride because, we've, we've, you know, we've gone very much. All the punishment. I've still got the punishments up, but I'm not going to say what it is. It's a good one. Oh, I can't wait to hear about the punishment for pride. I don't even know what it means, but it's a good I've one. I've got a feeling you've got to, I think we're going to have a lot of stories for you on pride next week. Oh, you think I'm a bit up myself? <laughs> a little bit, but I do know I that you have standards. Oh yeah, and I know some stories that I can't wait to ask you about. Okay, to do with pride. Yep. 
Okay. Like the people's shops that you won't go back into. Oh, yeah. Yeah, is oh, that pride or is that... that yeah, because you won't back that, down. That's more like rage. It's rage but and pride. Like you wouldn't yeah. back down. You no, wouldn't act queer. Even if I need shit. No. Okay. No, yeah, they're wouldn't. good ones. They All are right. great ones. All right, everyone. Um, okay. We're out. We're out. Hey, thanks for listening. Hey, you can like us and rate us wherever you're listening. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Republic. It really makes a difference. We're not sure how it makes a difference, no. but it really does make a difference. It gets us out there well, even actually, more. I don't even have a clue how it makes a difference. No, but, you know. I don't know, but that's what they tell us to Who say. Who are these people that rate? <laughs> the podcast raters. <laughs> <laughs> We're produced by us with a lot of help from our wonderful fellow funny friend, Lindsay Webb. So thanks, Lindsay. And our original woman like us music is written and performed by Gian and Simon. So thanks to them. Thanks to them. We'll be back next week. I'm Ellen. I'm Mandy. We're, We're women, women like, like us. us. See ya. Oh.